Have you ever felt the thrill of typing out a multi-paragraph response with sources to some asshole on the internet? You've done the research. You have the expertise. You know this incredibly specific piece of sand grain knowledge so well that you might as well have a degree in it. Sally! Clear my schedule! Someone is wrong on Reddit! Welcome to the void. I spend my life just absolutely brimming with unbridled rage. I rage at the man. I rage at straight men. I rage at my father. I think I just hate men, which is a little weird since I love myself so much. This episode, we tackle the singing taste of this feral power that you get in the heat of the height of absolute insanity. When you're typing out that five paragraph text that you should never, ever send. The absolute euphoria one can get from reveling in the manic rage that Dionysus was famous for. The closest civilized humans can get to getting drunk and naked and dancing free and loud in the old world wilds of ancient Greece. The kind of anger that inspires awe in others. You're backing away from me like you're scared. This mania, however, isn't always rage. Sometimes the threat of a good idea can inspire something that feels a little bit like righteous anger. Ever concoct an entirely fake scenario in the shower in which you, listener, are the sole expert in the room on a topic no one ever asks you about? Has someone asked your imagination an obscure question? Will you finally get to explain your opinions on the minutiae of the universe? Here, let's create a scenario of our own right now. Let's make a classroom. I'll clear my conspiracy board. And we'll summon a question from the void. Why did anyone do to watch our pants? Why did the station just break? What's the meaning of life? Why is chocolate so expensive? Why do people die? What is the meaning of life? Why does Jaden smell like a water company? What is Homestuck? Okay, so the comic starts on John's 13th birthday. And John is supposed to get a game in the mail. It's called Suburb. And he's gonna play it with his friends. Oh, his friends are, uh, uh, I forgot their names. So, four kids are supposed to play this game called Suburb. And in Suburb, uh, you program this planet called Skya. And you also create a new universe. And, like, you have to breed frogs to create a, un a, new, a new universe. And they're not the first attempt at Suburb. There were other attempts at Suburb. There were like seven attempts at Suburb, and the first attempt at Suburb was, we're going out of chronological order of the comic, we're gonna step back for a second. So, John and his friends, like, there's a glitch in their session. And the glitch in their session is called the Green Sun, which is the dude named Doc Scratch. And Doc Scratch might actually be another player from a different session. He never explained it, but I, this is my, we're on fan theory temple now. This is my temple, this is my fan theory, and I will explain it in maybe like five or six minutes. So... There's a glitch so that they can't make their frog because they can't make their Skya because they blew up their Skya. They have to jump over to another player session. And remember that this is three acts into the- I just explained three acts of Homestuck in like five sentences. So, John is dead. Temporarily. There's these dream selves things and in dream selves and there are, there's moons on Skya and the moons are Durst and Prospit and depending on your personality you end up on one and it's like a dream self and it's only awake when you're asleep and uh, it's a second life in Suburb but you have it before you start Suburb so like Suburb players are predestined by having dream selves. Anyway, so John kills his dream self to achieve God tier which is like your highest momentum of uh, existence. And you get like all of these funky powers, and John dies ceremonially. Uh, moving on. <laughs> trolls, trolls, trolls. They come in, and then in the third act. In the third act, we're introduced to Corcat. Corcat is also turning thirteen, and Corcat is a little bastard, and he is also my son. So Corcat is a mutant by troll standards. Okay, so trolls are divided into several. Uh, they're divided by blood color, and 
Carcat was supposed to be a lime blood, but he's a mutant and he's like lower class. Lime bloods are like the lowest, lowest class, but they were like genocided out of troll society several generations before Carcat was born. The trolls were divided into two six person themes. Right, teams. Uh, Suburb doesn't let you divide sessions, so it ended up into be a 12 player session and their games combined. But there was a glitch in their universe too, and they couldn't make a frog because uh, their life player died. They joined up with the humans on a meteor to go to a different suburb session, and in that suburb session, uh, okay, 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 we're gonna back up to cherubs now. Cherubs are like babies, and they look like babies. <coughs> they like babies, except they're green, and they're the size of teenage humans. Okay, so like in the fourth or fifth act of Homestuck, we are skipping way ahead now. Caliborn is the first suburb session. Except it's not Caliborn, it's Caliborn and Cali, because cherubs are two people, except they're the same person and they're in the same body. It's like the same person but divided into two personalities, and uh, one personality eats the other when they reach adulthood so that they can bone other cherubs, because you can't bone another cherub if, like, uh, they're divided into personalities and one is really nice and one is really mean, and one of them lives and gets to pass its gene on, and the other one gets swallowed by the other personality, so, like, all cherubs are either entirely good or entirely evil, which sounds like the absolute worst society to have parties with, which is probably why they're solitary. Caliborn had a one-person session, which you can't win. You can't win with just one person in suburbs, so you're supposed to, because you're supposed to have a lot of different players, because you need a life player to make the frog so you can make another universe, which is how you win suburb, except Caliborn is only one player and he's a void player and he just shoves planets into black holes and shoving all of the planets into the black holes in order is supposed to be how he wins the game except you can't really win the game so his is a null session which is how he becomes Doc Scratch who is the evil force behind all the sessions. He's why the trolls like to kill each other uh, because he bred them that way um, and anyway Caliborn became Doc Scratch somehow by sitting on a planet alone for several thousand years and <coughs> so Nobody understands what's going on. You have to understand. <laughs> That's how Homestuck works. That's Homestuck! They made a new universe, and uh, it's called Universe C, and it's, oh, it's called Earth C, and but it doesn't have a gay wizard in it, unfortunately, unless you count a Dave as a gay wizard, because he kind of is, because he can make time clones of himself, and then you watched him die. He watched himself die like 3,000 times, and it forced him to con to confront his abuse by his really crappy brother. And, and, oh, oh, right, right. And in the beta kit session, I don't know if I said this. I did say that. We're moving on. So, and, 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 and Dave is, I guess, the gay wizard of Earthsea. And it, it got a Snapchat epilogue, and then it got a bunch of other stuff. Okay, so Hive Swap. There were the alpha so trolls. It's not the always trolls grounded the ancestors in, in the beta trolls. Not everything has to be grounded in reality. Reality is objectively bad sometimes. The There's nothing wrong with indulging in the sauce every now and again. Perhaps, like Joel, you have an expansive pop culture theory. One that requires a conspiracy cork board, an entire skein of red yarn, a whole box of thumbtacks, and a grid of patterned duct tape. Hey guys, what do you want to hear my uh, VeggieTales conspiracy theory? Yes. So here's the thing, right? Paul Gray, he started it in episode two in God Wants Me to Forgive Them with question mark and exclamation point, all right? He has a family. He's a part of the Grapes of Wrath, okay? He has Ma Grape, and then he has two children, a boy and a girl. The boy's 18, the girl's 16. What? You have those. Why do you have more information than this gives? Okay. 
No, here's Why the problem. So here's the problem. Are you, right? are, okay, Why are you questioning that? If you look, fast forward like 20 years. Go to 2008, the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything movie. Pa Grape has a different wife and two different kids that oh. are younger. Okay? And it's not just like them from the past. Like, like... His wife just got surgery. Well, no, 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 no. They are very surgery different. Surgery on a grave! Tag coming, Mara. I can't keep doing this. Go go back to the, the to the wiki, the pot grape wiki. Alright, if you look, go down to family. Um... Oh my gosh. Alright, this is a real conspiracy now. They took away the information. I'm sorry. Are you recording all of this? Wait. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Alright. It's just like the Epstein No, no, no. So, so maybe, it, it may be on a different... We don't care about secondary characters. We need relation to Paul Grape. Alright? Look up Paul Grape wiki. We need a new wiki. Paul Grape. Paul Grape. <laughs> we need to find his family. Okay. So, big... Um, try that one. And then if we can't get that one, it may be in the final VeggieTales. There are three different fandom wikis devoted specifically to VeggieTales. I hope you know that. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, okay, okay. Wait. So it's not on either of these. One more tab. One more tab. <laughs> VeggieTales wiki, that's the one we need. Yes, this is the one. Okay, so go down. Go down. Quotes. Wait, real quickly. I think I saw a hairbrush back there. I'm a Viking, and I've come to take your land. Very good quotes. Appearances. We don't care about that. Go down further. <gasps> they are taking away history. All right, no. No, here's the thing. It's wait, just wait, like oh, 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 he, Ma Grape. Okay, so there's Ma Grape, all right? Tom and Rosie. Tom and Rosie, those are the original two. But then, in the Pirates You Don't Do Anything movie, he has a completely different family with completely different names. And they look completely different. And the fact that we cannot find, like, that family anymore is, like, messing with me. So here's my theory, right? You have Paw Grape, completely different families over a period of two or of 20 years. Now, there's a couple of options. A, his family all died in a terrible, terrible uh, car accident because they did have a car and they turned into the grapes of math. So they were probably doing like seminars at different universities, got in a car wreck, they all died except for Paw Grape. He remarried later and then, you know, it ensued. Two, he got in a very bad divorce. There, that's it to that theory. But what I think is most likely is that they VeggieTales was going to do a a special episode depicting... Well, because VeggieTales, sometimes it's original stories. Sometimes they do Bible stories, and they just act it out with vegetables. Sometimes... The, the final theory is that sometimes... The Veggie Tales, they act out different Bible stories. What's a Bible story where the man's entire family dies and then he gets a brand new family? That That's right, the Book of Job. I think that Veggie Tales was going to do a full-on episode all about Job and have Paw Grape as Job. His family was going to die, and then he's going to have his three friends. Oh my gosh, because that could have been the pirates. The pirates who don't do anything, they come, and then they debate about theological stuff for like 30 chapters, and then God shows up and he's like, hey, bro, I'm like, chill, cool, we're fine. Wait, does God show up in vegetables? I'm just saying, 
Hargrave was going to be Job, and then they cut it. That's my theory. And that's it. That's I'm. That's that's it. That's my conspiracy theory about Veggie Tales. It's like you're being swept away by a river of knowledge. It's your own knowledge. It's not always right, but it certainly carries you away. You're like a feral professor who said, loose upon the world, free from the farm where they raise you to write papers and wear collared shirts. I think this may be one of the things that is exclusively human. It's a social skill, in a way. It's an offshoot of the same emotion that drives us to tell stories. Except instead of telling the story of that time Grog and your buddies went down the mountain to kick another tribe's ass, you're explaining your expansive metadex of which mushrooms are good for soup and which are better off fried. Some people were storytellers, and some people were word vomiters. And sometimes the best storytellers are also the best at word vomit. Grog's secret passion is writing his mushroom cookbook, after all. We bond over shared experiences. We like to think that these emotions are all positive, but we also know that the idea that we only bond over happy fun times is full of shit. Sometimes the best bonding experience is the shared rage you feel with that professor that passive-aggressively complains about giving extensions on papers in the middle of the project cycle. This feeling is a one-man mob mentality. You carry a room's worth of energy with the weight of your own words. It's the fury of a thousand suns wrapped up in the one shaking fist of the only person in the entire lounge yelling about everything wrong with Spongebob. It's the closest humans can get to the feral happiness my dog feels when he steals treats from the other dog and gets away with it by hiding his fat little sausage body behind the couch and hurgling it at the speed of sound. Mickey, you hear that? He is on the couch while I'm recording this. Do you hear that, you little bastard? You hear me? I'm talking about you. Now it's come time to explain the name. First, I picked the word mania, meaning madness, because this feeling only comes to most people when they are at their most feral and insane. Next comes the alt suffix, OT, which is there to make it sound like a word and doesn't really mean anything. Lastly is the ire suffix, I-R-E, which also means rage or irritation. Maniotire. Perfect.